of Bleasy Listening. Tonight is the 16th of February, February, Tuesday. It's a Tuesday night. Um, it's 10.39 as I'm, 10.40 actually, as I am about to record this. I am solo. This is a solo cast tonight as so many of us have been solo lately. I reach out to everybody and I'm saying, you are not alone. You are not alone. Um, I don't know. I, I remember that song, but I don't remember who sings it. But it was a good song. And they're right. You are not alone because I, Bleezy, am here for you with a million topics. I felt like... I didn't have any guests lined up just because I, that's on purpose. It's not like I didn't have guests. I have a million guests that I want to have on Bleasy Listening, but I just personally, I don't like doing, um, I do like over the phone calls, um, podcasts over the phone. And actually I've never done a Skype or a FaceTime podcast but I do like it but it's just not the same I like what I like is having two me one other person another person and maybe one other person so three three is the best I think three three people works the best in my opinion but I like four I've done five I think I've done like six I don't I don't know I've had a six some no three people is the best I like just having me and one other person. Personally, I don't like, well, these rants, I call them, quote unquote, rant. I'm not, it's not my favorite, but I feel like part of having a podcast is to be somewhat regular. I mean, there's some podcasts that I listen to that are like very, very lis low listenership podcasts. And they, sometimes they put them out, sometimes they don't. And I'm like, I find myself being like, what? I want to hear a little bit. We all, you know, we got we all got a little time to to spare. If you're a if you're a caster, if you're out there, caster baiting. No, I'm not going to say that word. Sorry. Okay, so <clears throat> I have a list. I always have a list of things that I want to talk about. I mean, this this list goes back like probably a year or so like more longer than the podcast this list this list goes back longer than the podcast and i always have it on deck in case any of my podcasts like get stale or whatever stagnant or like if, if ever anybody's like oh we have nothing to talk about i could always reference this list i've never had to once never one time so uh tonight was the perfect night because like it's you know there obviously there's a lot going on and i will Top of my list is actually a couple of things I've been thinking about lately. And, you know, my, my first, first, first thing on my list is Elon Musk. So see about that, but it goes like my list goes deep. Let's see how, how deep I get. I just want to talk for like an hour right now, but, um, 
as I sip my Joe, my cup of Joe, black coffee, black hot coffee, only way to go. McDonald's has some really good stuff. This is not McDonald's, but this is a Keurig Green Mountain. I don't know. I just like any kind of black coffee. I'm one of those people that are a snob about a lot of things, but not necessarily coffee. I'll drink it pretty much. I'll. My dad used to drink instant coffee and give it to me. I was like, mm, okay. Okay, so Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Must? Musk? Musky? Muskrat? Um, the Chad Muska of the tech world was on Joe Rogan again. And um, I think he... I only listened to the first half of it, or did I listen to the whole thing? I I don't know. I might have fallen asleep during it, but I listened to a good amount of it, and my my thought about it is that Elon is an alien, and his child is half alien. Yeah, he was saying the exact things that an alien would say. I've always thought that his whole um, thing that he shot his car up into space and I, I believe me, I know nothing about, I know a little bit about physics and stuff, but I'm just saying like, I always thought that that was weird that he shot his car up in space. And I always thought the pictures looked really fake. And Joe Rogan said something. I don't know if, who said what, but like Elon Musk said something where it was like, it looks or it's real because it looks fake. And I think it, Joe Rogan was asking him like, why does it look so fake or something? And he was like, it looks, it looks fake. I know, but that's how you know it's real. And that's when I was like, okay, well, okay, I guess. I mean, when it comes to space, I get it. I, I could believe that. And like, I've always said, like, I can, I'll always give it to people that are like, okay, space is real. This whole vacuum of space. And he was like, it's so clear. Um, it shit as he's like space is actually bright we this whole time huh, silly us we've seen space it's always been dark in the fucking pictures we've seen he's like no actually space is actually really bright you know like I, I don't know like i'm telling you he's probably an alien if he's not an alien he's definitely um one of them or no maybe one of us actually because he made like Joe Rogan was like, "Hey, your car makes other car look our other cars look stupid." And that's coming from like a gearhead short little gearhead dude. He's like, "Oh, your car makes other cars look stupid." And then Elon Musk was sitting there like, "Yeah, light up another blunt, Joe Joseph." Um, okay, what was my next thing on it? Oh, okay. So, um, just to keep it well, this isn't even current actually. Um, so Hunter S. Thompson, okay, so Hunter S. Thompson, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm sure any, I only have like 20 listeners, and that's being generous. Hunter S. Thompson was, the late Hunter S. Thompson was a writer, um, writer during the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, and he came to fame documenting I think the Hell's Angels was his first or something. I don't know. He wrote for Rolling Stone a bunch. Anyways, he uh he made a for his own form of journalism, which is called Gonzo journalism, which I'm not quite sure what it is. I think it involves drugs and 
bending of the truth a little bit, um, but also telling just just for the sake of telling a dope story or something. I don't, I don't know. Look, all I know is I've always been a fan of Hunter S. Thompson for whatever reason. My parents were kind of hippies. Um, I was introduced to these books when I was like pretty young in high school, like um, the his books, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, also, like, you know, the electric Kool-Aid acid test, like all these like weird like it's. Look, I have a kid right now, and my kid is not even a year, uh, not even a year old, and I'm wondering how I'm going to explain politics now, let alone history of politics, history of American politics. Like, imagine trying to, imagine being an American history teacher now. Like, uh, the 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 Revolutionary War, all that shit. Like, that is an English, all all the ancient history. That is crazy enough. But like, think about the last one year in our like i don't know i'm just saying like history i am it's crazy but anyway so hunter s thompson used to document that shit but so in his book um fear and loathing in las vegas is which is one of the only ones i've read i've read a couple other ones of his but um that's his most famous one um and so it, it's about him. He's trying to document some kind of random off-road event, sports race for some extreme sports magazine. Um, he was a, he was a, he was, a, it, it's based on a true story. He wrote about himself, like, but like some of the stories he wrote, like this one, for example, like there's certain elements of it that are kind of questionable. Now there's this one scene in fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It's the Lucy scene like lucy in the sky with diamonds lucy was a teenage girl she was like probably like 14 or 15 15 probably or 16 give him the benefit of that and in the story she had come to las vegas uh she was like this is like in the 60s late 60s or whatever and she or early 70s i don't know I think it's supposed to be late sixties. Anyways, she had come to Las Vegas and as a teenager flown there just by herself to, uh, in the movie, I haven't read the book in a long time, but in the movie, I just watched the scene. Um, she had come to Las Vegas with Barbara Streisand paintings. She had painted a picture of painted a bunch of pictures of Barbara Streisand and, like, she wanted to give them to Barbara or whatever. I guess apparently at the time Barbara Streisand was big. She was performing in Vegas and this teenage girl wanted to give her and she and she was on the plane with um, Hunter S. Thompson lawyer at the time. I mean, he called him his lawyer. I don't know. They were doing a bunch of drugs or whatever. Uh, and then the scene is that he was like he had picked her up at the airport, this teenage girl, and he brought her back to the hotel, their hotel, hers and Hunter him and Hunter S. Thompson, the lawyer and Hunter S. Thompson. In the movie, the lawyer is played by Benicio del Toro and Hunter S. Thompson is played by Johnny Depp. And um you know, Johnny Depp, that's an that's a whole nother rabbit hole if you want to go down that one. But anyways, so um the hotel room 
Hunter S. Thompson comes back to the hotel room and he sees this teenage girl in there and he's like, what the fuck? And then um, there's, I don't know. You guys want to look up the scene. It gets crazy. They start talking about how Hunter S. Thompson's like, well, what are we going to do with this girl? We should let, they, they were at the, during the weekend they were there, there was a police convention in town in, in Vegas at the Flamingo Hotel. And Johnny Depp or Hunter S. Thompson was like, oh, well, we should just let the cops, like, fuck them, fuck this teenage girl and, like, charge the cops and whatever. And then, I don't know, it gets crazy. And then the cop, and then uh, Benicio del Toro's character was like, well, what are you saying, man? That's crazy. And then Johnny Depp was like, well, what the fuck? What do you mean that's crazy? You're the one that brought this fucking underage girl to our hotel and gave her a bunch of acid. Like what? And and then fucked her. Like what the fuck do you think is gonna happen? And I'm like, okay, wow. He wrote about this. Literally, Johnny Depp made a movie about this scene. And um, fucking what's her name played it. Anyways, I was trying to look up on IMDb who played Lucy. I think it was Christina Ricci. I'm pretty sure it was Christina Ricci, but I could be wrong. Anyways, um, I got sidetracked because I noticed that Flea was in Fear and Loathing. And I was like, Flea from Red Hat Chili Peppers was in fucking Fear and Loathing? I guess he was like a... um, in a, uh, He played like a musician or something. Fear and Loathing, that came out in 98, by the way. And then I got down like a little sidetrack about what other movies Flea was in. And I was like, holy shit. Obviously, Back to the Future 2, 3. Um, Big Lebowski. Those are like two... First of all, those are two... There's, if he was in just those alone, that'd be like amazing. The fact that he's in fear and loving that, um, it says, I don't know, just off the top, it just upon my Google search, baby driver, um, you know, toy story Four, just casual movies like that inside out. Um, just, I don't know this will, some, there's some people like that do it right. Like for example, method man, not only is he an amazing rapper, but he was also an actor in The Wire, and he had How High and stuff. It's like, there's some people that, like, not only can they do, like, their shit. Oh, and also, I saw Flea, like, one time I was in a Laker game, and I saw Flea do the national anthem on trumpet. Just live, like, no problem. It's like, some people have very, very interesting lives. It's amazing, and I commend them, because it makes life for me, more livable and enjoyable. Not that my life isn't livable, but it's pretty dope. Anyways. Yeah, so, anyways, that Lucy, whatever. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. That It's weird. It's just weird. Um, I have on my notes, Lebanese explosion. I'm sure we talked about that. That's the old news by now, but can we just talk about that for one second? About how crazy that shit was? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, it was just a factory, whatever. Like... Somebody, oh yeah, they were sto- they had been storing bombs there for like years. It's like really, because that looked like a, a fucking insane. Somebody like just like shot some kind of crazy fucking missile there, but whatever. Um, Edward, oh, ever Edward Bernays. That's a whole show in itself. I know we've talked about him before. He's related to Sigmund Freud. He, I think, is his nephew or something. Um. He was the one who invented like modern day marketing and advertising pretty much like 
his his actual hit okay so he was related to sigmund freud now his relatives right now i think are running like some tech shit and some kind of like i think they had something to do with like um GameStop and stuff if i'm not mistaken but like okay like i need to do more research on that that is actually that is actually a good topic so basically what i'm running down is a list of topics that i may i may want to talk about in the future okay so um oh cern cern i put in my notes i put cern that's c-e-r-n capital c capital e capital r capital n and i put in my notes the old ones because I have a feeling that they are trying to open up some kind of portal to some other dimension. And I don't think it's like a higher, like a higher energy, higher vibes, like positive vibe dimension. I think it's more along the lines of a, uh, event horizon style. Um, shit. I think they're trying to bring, um, bring in some, some kind of some kind of demons, some kind of demonology that they're working with over there because yeah, they're trying to smash atoms and shit, but like I don't know. They're also if you look into it, they're also they have weird statues and they're also doing weird like um just rituals, like dances at night and shit supposedly. I don't know. There's certain videos have been leaked and then I don't know. They were they they were called fake, but I don't know. I, I see the same type of rituals. Uh, who was that? Uh, Who's that rapper that just recently died? Some young rapper kid that was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I want to sell my soul. I want to do this. And everybody thought he was like putting on a show. And then he ended up ODing on drugs on a plane and dying. Um, but whatever. I'm not going to. that. Whatever. These are just topics of future shows. And maybe not. Maybe not even. Maybe I won't ever talk about this again. Maybe Actually, hopefully I won't ever talk about these topics again. Actually, that's why I'm rattling them off right now. Because I have nothing else to talk No, actually, there is shit to talk about. But I'm so tired of talking about the shit that everybody's been talking about lately. So I just want to go back to exploring how we got here. And actually how the signs have been here have been there all along. Like, the signs are always there. Like, it's like, I grew up, I was born in 85. By 95, I knew that it's weird, I just lived in a weird place. I knew it. I knew that Los Angeles was strange. Like, there was, like, all kinds of shit. People were explaining to me that I had to be worried about people put, grabbing me and putting me in vans and shit. I'm like, what? What are they going to do with me in the van? They're like, well, they want to touch your penis. I'm like, what? Like, it's just... I live in a weird place and we, you know, I'm glad that they told me because then I was ready. I was fucking ready. I'm going to tell my son. I'm going to be like, hey, watch out for these fools. I'm going to put you in a van and touch your penis. they would be like, wait, what? It's just, I, I wish I didn't have to fucking warn him for those people, but you do. Anyways, okay. So what's next on the list? Oh, the Vegas shooting. I'm sure people like some, some of these, some of these topics like really make people really uncomfortable and it should because the Vegas shooting was insane and nobody talks about it anymore. That kind of just is one of those things that got lumped in with all the other shootings. It's like, wait, so many people died and it was so obviously not one shooter out of one window of one building is like, so if it, it was so obvious now that there was like black helicopters, it was some kind of Saudi gun deal. No, not even gun deal like this. The Saudis, from Saudi Arabia, like there was like these princes or something that ha- were all being purged. There was 
deaths, murders doing. And these fools are like billionaires. They don't give a fuck. They're like, listen, I'll kill this Saudi prince from a helicopter and I will make it. I don't know. Actually, as I'm saying it, it actually sounds kind of kind of out there. But I'm telling you from from firsthand. I'll, I'll tell you how I found out about it. I was watching uh, my my wife at the time was at like some bachelorette party in like not not in Vegas in a different city, but they were about to go to Vegas. That's why I remember this because Dan Bilzerian on Instagram was like, "Oh my god, I just saw somebody's head just get blown off right next to me," and he's running with his shirt off in like an AK forty seven or some shit. I'm like, "Wait a minute, what?" It just these things like that and like that in particular looked like kind of weird like weirdly theater shit even though i know people died for sure i know people died for sure i'm not a denier of dying of any of these shooting events i'm not saying people died i'm just saying i don't think (laughs) i don't think the powers that be the people i think these things are somewhat if not they're not state well they're staged by somebody somebody staged them even if it's one shooter he staged it but i'm saying like there's more to these shootings i think all of them and these bombings and, and these planes flying into buildings every single thing there's more to it i think um just i can i can tell just by the way they sweep it under the rug just like the epstein shit just like the fucking every single movement um even these huge movements that happened last year look at what happened now look where we're at now in february february we're just back we're just celebrated valentine's day everything's fucking fine you know um the world i'm sure the wet markets in china are serving up bat soup right now hot or cold however they fucking serve it i don't even know um what do i got jack parsons jpl l ron hubbard walt disney fucking scientology that's a whole episode but i don't even want to get into that right now uh, all i'll say all, all i will say is there's a whole there's a whole bunch of people out there that believe in what they call magic with a K or a C. Is it with no magic? Like not magic like David Copperfield, like David Blaine magic. It's like magic like I will curse you, like kinda like some kind of Haitian fucking Santorini. I don't know, like what do they call it? Voodoo, like I will curse you magic, like like Aleister Crowley started and fucking Jack Parsons, who started a jet propulsion laboratory, the people that ultimately like started like the rocket engineers for NASA, the original dude, Jack Parsons, L. Ron Hubbard, who started um, uh, Scientology and Walt Disney and also not Walt Disney. He was in on it, but like there was another guy, one other guy, too. Anyways, that's a whole nother episode. I want to get into that. They were all into that magic shit and like sex magic. They were having orgies and all kinds of crazy shit in Pasadena. They had a mansion in Pasadena. You guys can look it up. You see, these stories sound insane, and I'm really not telling them well. That's why I'm just giving like literally like just a title of a an episode that I want to do. But I'm telling you that these stories are real, and you can just Google them. Like just Google these things. Just Google that Jack Parson, L. Ron Hubbard, magic, sex. Orgy, <laughs> Pasadena. <laughs> okay, and um, who else? Isaac Cappy. Ooh, we've gone into that. 
we've gotten into that. If you can go back into the archives, we were talking about that, I think, during the first Thor movie episode that we did on uh, Marvel movie cast. That goes into the whole uh, Tom Hanks conspiracy, where Tom Hanks, he, Isaac Cappy was an actor, like a real, real small, small actor. Like he had bit parts in big movies, but bit parts. And he uh, called, he called out Tom Hanks and a bunch of other actually like, like Steven Spielberg and a bunch of other people for being um, like pedophiles and shit. This is, I think before Epstein even. And then um, he ended up dying in a really weird fashion. Like he committed suicide when he was already like telling everybody, like I'm not suicidal. He committed suicide on like a really small bridge. Like he jumped off a bridge that you wouldn't die from. Like you wouldn't die if you jumped off. And supposedly he was just like, Oh, one like one of those scenes where like, like, please step back from that ledge, my friend. You know, like I'm I'm gonna commit suicide off a huge bridge, like the Golden Gate Bridge or something. No, it was like like a bridge that like was like probably like twenty feet or something. And then he jumps and then or it was must have been more than twenty feet because there was a semi coming. So it's probably like forty feet. He jumps and then he gets hit by a semi. Like and then Tom Hanks posts like some weird cryptic Instagram picture on this, the road pretty close by where he got killed, like the road with a cap in the sand, like a, like a soda cap with a little letter P on it, like cap P. And now everybody's going to be like, Oh my God, Sloan, you are crazy. And I, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything, but Look what happened after that shit with the whole Tom Hanks thing, COVID and everything like it's just these synchronicity things. I don't even know if you call that synchronicity, but it's just fucking weird. And like, I don't who knows Tom Hanks in Greece right now or whatever. He might have like, <sighs> I don't, he might be a bat. I don't he, he might be eating soup. Who knows? OK, so what's next? Man, I am parched. Okay, so, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not parched. I just drink water. Oh, hydroponics. The actual thing of hydroponics. Um, I think people forgot how dope that is. Like, you don't need soil. You don't need dirt to grow plants. You can literally grow plants in water. And um, people have been doing it for thousands of years. Actually, like, you know, I think science and not, not only science, but history and just a knowledge of the natural world mimicking the natural world and applying that to our um, modern knowledge of just how to manipulate um, different like substances and shit and like that science will end up like helping us out and everything will be okay in the long run or or we will all die no I'm just kidding no I'm saying we have the means to feed the masses i think if not with hydroponics we'll start growing meat in labs pretty soon so that will be cool um okay i'm gonna pause for a second and just play a quick song just for a couple minutes and then i will come back with the rest of my list i'm halfway through my list right now so uh listen to this fucking banger You know how sometimes you got so much to say, but when 16 ain't enough. They, on, they only give you 16. <laughs> 
was like, I mean, I got so much to say, you know. The world has said, like, so much to me, and I just want to give it right back to him, you know. When 16 ain't enough, but I only get 16, that's like a cage, you know. When 16 ain't enough, I really can't say what I want to say. You know, it's just a glimpse, that's all. Just one, uh, one little single glimpse. Just Andre 3000. Okay. But I guess I'm defeating the purpose of doing all this talking. All right. Summer 88, I was 89. I was in wintertime. Oh, never mind. I'm in my room, booming, drawing LL Cool J album covers with Crayolas on construction paper. I'm trying to fuck my neighbor. I'm trying to hook my waves up. I'm trying to pull my grades up to get them saddle lace-ups. Before Lamarck was Jacob, before them girls wore makeup, before my voice would break up, before we tour them shake clubs, before my mama wake up, before my crumbs would cake up, before they tell me they love me and will never break up, before the time she makes love to someone that I thought was my homeboy. But boy, what's I wrong now? I don't budge, don't want much, just a roof. And a Porsche, and a Porsche, and a horse, and unfortunately, but of course, an assortment of tour, just that score, just the skin, when they enter and true, there's who's too, there's dead, a lousy job, how's he God, if he lets Lucifer let loose on us, that noose on us won't loosen up, but loose enough to juice us up, make us think we do so much and do it big, like they don't let us win, I can't pretend, but I do admit it, feel good when the hood pseudo celebrate, hence why every time we dine, we eat until our belly ache, then go grab the finest wine and drink it like we know which grape and which region it came from, as if we can name them hint hint it ain't them well just hell just fell 3,000 more degrees cooler y'all can't measure my worth but when you try you'll need a ruler made by all the greek gods because the odds have always been stacked against me when backs against the wall i feel right at home y'all sitting right at home all kelly green with envy while i'm jelly beans descending into the palm of a child looks up at mama and smile with such a devilish grin like what the hell have you been she's yelling selling's a sin well so is telling young men that selling is a sin if you don't offer new ways to win a dolphin gon' shake his fin regardless if he gets in or out of water most important thing for him is to swim and flip a then hold his nose so why shall i hold my tongue i miss the days of old when one could hold his gal on his arm and not set off these alarms when camera snap snap snaps return they'll learn why mere privacy so essential they won't make no laws i break they law till they see out our window i take the fall to make them all treat humankind more gentle forsake them all i hate them all don't like them don't pretend to yeah something tells me we ain't in kansas anymore all the shit that used to be cool ain't cool anymore all them women we were pursuing now they want more and they deserve it all don't settle for what ain't yours okay and that is why andre 3000 from outcast is one of if not the greatest rappers of all time because if it was just for that verse alone uh, he would be in the hall of fame i think um, that was a Rick Ross album and song, by the way. Rick Ross, that's the rapper, not the drug dealer. Okay, and I'm back. Sorry about that. Or wait, I don't have to say sorry, because for the listener, the pause was instantaneous, but for the broadcaster, myself, it was quite the experience. I had to put my son to sleep. Well, first of all, I know this isn't the right, uh, I don't know, uh, probably audience is not wanting to hear about parenting, but maybe. Anyways, I'm going to say it, uh, and I've said it before on, I think, a mom cast, or I forget what I call it. Fucking sleep training, and I know my boy Aaron knows what I'm talking about, because he was saying he was having troubles with it uh, early on with his first one or whatever, but 
I thought I had it down. I thought it was the man. I, th- I mean, not the man. I thought we as a couple, my wife and I, we, we, I was like, what was what this a big deal? I put him down. He goes to sleep. And he sleeps for, you know, a good four or five hours. And then he wakes up. I'm like, what? And now it's like, not only does he fight sleep like you would not understand. He fights sleep like the cops are fighting black people. Like he's he's just really, he doesn't. He doesn't let up. He does. He just is. Con- he's going to fight to the death. Sleep. Well, not to the death, but to sleep. Like he will. And it's so funny when he finally like you could see sleep because sleep always wins in the end. He could fight as much as he wants. He'll start screaming at the end too. We call it his little battle cry of the of the sleep fighter. Like he will go raging in his last little battle cry. He'll be like, ah, and then he'll just fall asleep in my arms. I'm like. What the hell is the point of fighting sleep? He fights sleep most of the day, actually. I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, that's probably because we're not implementing the Ferber method or Ferber method of sleep training because there's the experts at my son's age say that he should sleep through the night and we shouldn't be we shouldn't need to feed him if if we're getting the if we're giving him the adequate amount of nutrients and calories or whatever if we're giving him enough food during the day he shouldn't need to eat during the night and which makes sense you know he's uh his little little digestive system is you know on track he's he's working it out adult or even you know human beings they they do certain functions during the nighttime when we're sleeping and certain when we're waking if you were waking up during the nighttime to eat it's not i get it i get it but you try telling that to a an eighth an an eight month old or a seven month old or a six month old. You try telling that to them. They're like, okay, well, first of all, fuck you, and why the fuck are you putting me in this goddamn cage in this room by myself? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know. I I got him. I got him to go to sleep just now, and you know what? It was in my my bed where I'm supposed to sleep with like a little little barrier so he can't roll off it. I don't and I will sleep in there. I will. And he's big enough. By the way, when you have a newborn, the fear is just like a little puppy or anything, a little kitten or whatever, something that you would like could roll on possibly like in your sleep and suffocate. By the way, my son, I'm I'm scared if he rolls on me at this point. He's that big. He's a big boy. So that's where I was. That's the side story. So let me get back to my Oh my god, my list. Okay, well, my list gets kind of dark for a little bit here, but I guess not. Rasputin? Rasputin was this Russian guy, this Russian mystic, I guess you'd call him, back in the day. He he used to work for the, uh, he worked for the royals in Russia. I don't know, Russia, Russian history is its own fucking insane thing. Every country's history, actually, if you look at it, but Russian history in particular, and Rasputin, that's Rasputin. I'm, I'm sure anybody who's listening to this probably heard of Rasputin. I'm just fascinated with this guy. Uh, I've listened to podcasts about him. I've I've read articles about him. He just uh, there's like so many stories. Anybody who anybody who is like has been dead for like a long time and people are still like talking about like me for example right now still talking about that you know like that's I, I'm not saying you should aspire to be that. Or anybody should, but just it's just there's something about these 
these characters that people have talked about. And I find that fascinating. Like, that's one thing I would always like to talk about is like certain characters throughout history. And I think actually to be, to be honest, I think that that's one thing that's not gonna, that's not who said it. I think it was like Tim Dillon. Yeah. I always, I, you know, I listen to Tim Dillon's podcast. Um, he was saying like an actual, like somebody like that, a character that's, that's a dying breed. Like now the new generation, like my son's generation or even the generation right now, the snowflake generation, or even, I guess some of even my generation generation, um, you know, the fucking millennials, it's like, we're losing actual characters with experience in not even experience. Just like, just that know how to, relax and have a good time and shit it's like all that's coming to an end or not coming to an end but you know the pendulum always swings and right now i i hope it's swinging all the way i I hope it's to its extreme like swing you know i hope i think it's actually was like last year probably or last at least earlier this year was probably like the most extreme swing and then now it's swinging back a little bit and I'm not saying that swinging back is good and I'm not saying either side is good or bad. I'm just saying it swings. That's all. Um, and at least the next thing on my list is fucking insane. Um, so I don't want this. I think this is as dark as my list gets right here. This one. So we could do, I could say this one. And by the way, this list again is just possible topics that I could either talk about again or not ever talk about again. But this something that I wrote them down in my list because I thought that they were. So there's an author, Bill Bryson. I forget which book this was in, but he wrote about a Japanese torture lab during World War II, where the Japanese were experimenting their bombs on the Chinese and also other prisoners of war POWs, including some Americans actually. Um, and they had this big um, warehouse. Like, imagine a Costco, but uh, they were just testing their bombs and their ammunition. and their, They were just testing weird, like, flamethrowers and, like, like, put it this way. They would line up a grid of, like, probably 100 Chinese dudes or whatever, chick or whoever, just 100 Chinese people. And they would l- put a bomb off, like, in the middle. And then they'd see, okay, obviously the people right next to the bomb would die. But then people, they would see how many people far back, like how, like they would calculate, like, and these are real people. They like strapped them to posts and they're like really suffering. Like there's people like, imagine being close to the bomb, but not far enough away to not get hurt, but close enough to get fucked up. It's like they were, and then they'd come over and like study you and then you'd be like, oh, oh my God, I'm about to die. And they'd be like, oh my God, this guy's about to die. Like, they wouldn't say, oh my God, they'd be like, okay, this guy's about to die. Check this uh, looking like this. It's like the most inhumane inhumane shit and like obviously like the german okay look look i'm not this is that that was just one thing that like they don't talk about in schools and shit i was like i never heard about this japanese torture lab and and the worst part about it the guy who ran it lived until he was like into his like 80s and he had like some bonsai garden or whatever and like he was living peacefully after the war like he never got in trouble i don't know i i the I don't want to say anything about racism or whatever race in the United States or whatever, but like if people really actually, if these fucking people that are young, whoever's like complaining nowadays about racism in the United States, if they 
if they knew what actual even what we did in this this country but let alone actual shit that's going on today it's like that francis naganagu or whatever was on the joe rogan podcast late recently that he's like a heavyweight ufc he's going for the title soon or maybe he's already done it i don't know i don't watch ufc but i listened to the podcast and he was talking about how he left um his country in africa i think cambodia or something he left his country and had to sneak into north africa and then from there sneak out of africa which is apparently like next to impossible and it's like a three-hour podcast anyways if the level of racism that he encountered during his fucking year-long journey was it makes the (laughs) it makes it just it just shows what animals and what insane fucking beasts lurk among us as us like human beings like we are the worst like there's nothing worse than human beings like to each other to the earth to every everything like it's just so weird but then there're also there's some of those among us that are the best and most loving and most light like like i don't know it's it's just the duality of 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 human nature is 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 crazy and we're seeing it firsthand now especially if you live in los angeles you're like fuck i got a front row seat to this goddamn show okay um hold up i'm all parched again let me play a little quick song and then i'll or quick verse and then i'll come right back band called 10 foot pole from the 90s um shit i don't know what song that was i'm sorry forgive me i just had i was probably like 10 years old when that album came out or maybe like nine and my brother really was into punk and 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 my brother was like five years older than me so he was probably like a teenager and he was 
it's like, okay, well, looking up to him, like, well, what band should I like kind of style, you know? And it was like, oh, Pennywise, The Vandals, Batman, Ten Foot Pole. And, but, like, Ten Foot Pole was, like, a lesser known one. They're fucking, now that I was listening to that again, I'm like, that shit is fucking dope. That song was sick. Yeah, right, you got the answer. So much, shit's sick. Um, okay, my next on the list, uh, I have Tartarians. Uh, supposedly there was a whole race of human beings that, uh, were running shit and basically built all the, all the stuff like the pyramids and even the buildings, some of the buildings in downtown Los Angeles, like they spanned thousand years or something, but then they got wiped out in some kind of war. And then the history got covered up Tartarians. I feel like obviously that's a stretch. That's another one of those conspiracy. Like I'm a conspiracy theorist. I love me a good one, but that one I feel like is a stretch. I'm like, wait a minute. So all of human history is a hundred. I already know that it's like most of it is wrong. Like I'd say 99% of it, but then you're like, Oh no, wait, no. Oh, 100% of it is like not right. I was like, okay, well there you go. Tartarians, um, tartar sauce. No, I'm just kidding. Tartarian, uh, Golgeple Tepe, Golgeple Tepe is, um, one of those, speaking of pyramids, that is, uh, I think I talked about this on one of the last podcasts or something. There's apparently, or I was listening to a podcast. The pyramids, I think, apparently were all built within like a couple hundred year, like, um, time frame, like all over the world though. And it, which is weird because you would think like, okay, well wait, like what, what is it about this time during this time that the ancients devoted all of their fucking, um, resources and, and, and energy and, and utility and whatever, like all, all of their energy into this fucking pyramids for a couple hundred years. And then nothing after that. It's like, okay, well maybe that was just one step in the evolution of man and, and woman, human beings, or maybe that was something, there's something else there. Golgeple Tepe is really old. That's like one of the older ones. Oh no, wait, that's not even pyramids actually. Now I think about it. Oh, Golgeple Tepe. Actually, that's even, oh, that's even crazier. Okay. So, so Golgeple Tepe is what they're calling, what the modern, um, archeologists or whatever, uh, the modern, like the fucking people, scientists that, uh, dig up fossils and whatever. What they're saying is, oh, it was, this is a, this is an ancient like garbage dump. Cause we're, cause they had a theory that like, oh, people like we are like civilized people, like pretty much like you and me and anybody listening to this goes back like 11,000 years or 12,000 years. And then this garbage dump quote unquote goes back like, like way longer than that apparently. And so they were like, oh no, wait, well, and it was buried too. Also it was buried. Like it was intentionally buried. Apparently. I don't know how they know that it wasn't like weather just did through time they like some somebody came through time and intentionally buried this i don't, I don't know there's a that's it's like i said i don't want to dive too deep into any one of these one and i know these are just teasers but this is a teaser episode i don't care i like to tease i like to edge you guys over to the to the dark side no i'm just kidding david's not here um okay what's after go get bled tepe is oh the og the og conspiracy theorist the og bill cooper William Cooper, who wrote Behold a Pale Horse. Now, anybody who knows anything about anything about conspiracies would know who Bill Cooper is, or maybe not. Bill Cooper, 
even conspiracy heads like think there's they they argue well conspiracy people argue about everything in in fight about everything but anyways bill william cooper was an author i think he was like a broadcaster um he was like a preacher he was like a christian he was the one of the first like I, I don't want to say Alex Jones because Alex Jones is like a caricature of a caricature of of what William Cooper kind of was. He was one of the first dudes who was like, listen, you don't have to pick and pay your taxes like the government's stealing from you. The, there's elite people are running shit. Um, there's all these psyops, uh, you know, and then he wrote Behold a Pale Horse, which is kind of like the Bible of like conspiracy theory. Um, I haven't read it personally. Um, I want to. I haven't read the Bible, though, either. So, um, yeah, so Bill Cooper, William Cooper. Oh, spoiler alert, he gets murdered. He gets taken out by, the um, by like, the f- sheriff or something in Arizona. I don't know. And some were like, okay, well, yeah, he, he's kind of asking for it. It's kind of like... It's kind of like these rappers who are kind of, like, rapping all day long about being gangsters and getting shot, and then they get shot, and you're like, okay, well... Um, you know, if you don't want to get attacked by a shark, don't swim with sharks. If you don't want to, if you don't want to fall off a mountain, don't mountain climb. You know, if you don't want to fucking, if you don't want to, and that's another thing that goes back to what I was saying earlier, like don't play with magic either. That dark arts, dark force shit. Don't try to do any kind of rituals or Ouija board. Even as, as, as childish and weird as that sounds, it's like, I wouldn't do it. I just, I, that shit is just don't like tempt any bad spirits or anything just always shit knock on wood and do the whatever it's kind of symbology no maybe not maybe see that's the thing maybe symbology you try to do like the whole cross thing or whatever you don't know maybe that's actually flipped back in the day and now it's actually invoking a spirit so don't even just i I don't know don't even listen to me i guess okay after bill cooper i have caligula oh jesus christ caligula Caligula, he was, I think, some kind of emperor or something. So I don't know shit about him. I think I must have just written that down when I was like, heard that or something. I I know he was like insane. The the name itself, Caligula, and that, and I don't have this written down, but like Nero, you always hear about like Nero. Um, jeez, I don't know these 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 people in the past. Like everybody's like, oh, it's so crazy right now. I was like, yeah, it is fucking crazy right now. But you know what is also always been crazy? Fucking all of human history always ever it's always been crazy and the fact that we can even fucking hold it down at all is like insane to me but anyways okay so um caligula kangle k-a-n-g-a-l king corso c-a-n-e oh i know what these are uh dog breeds these are different huge dog breeds um kangle kangal king corso spelled differently and bor borbol b o e r b o l and alano a l a n o um oh alano espan espanol espanol alano a l a n o e s p a n o l espanola um those are dog breeds that you don't want to fuck with pretty much anybody wants to uh google those and I would always like to do episodes on dog breeds. I love dogs. I love dogs. I will always love the the fact that we as human beings have bred so many different kinds of dogs and they're so loyal to us. Not us, but like you know what I mean. They're man's best friend, you know? It's insane. I'm just always really fascinated by uh 
fucking Canis Familiaris or whatever the Latin name is. Okay, so um, book review. I have my next note. Book review. Secret Life of Trees. Oh, that was a good book. I listened to the audiobook. It's actually the only audible audiobook I ever listened to, actually. But shouts out to audio. Audiobooks. Not a sponsor. Um, Secret Life of Trees. Yeah, it's all about trees, obviously. And it was and not like weed trees. It was like actual trees, like bark and branches and shit. And actually, most of, a lot of the book was about like old old growth forests and like actual trees it was funny they're talking to trees like some of the trees are real and some are fake like they're like oh these trees are these are just like whatever trees these trees you see in the in the, in the city these are city trees these aren't even no part of like they're not even trees i'm like what they look like trees to me they're like no the old growth i'm like well how much old growth is there it's like not that much it's like well, yeah the fuck um mainly because like all kinds of shit happens but there was it's it's actually really fascinating if, if anybody cares anything about like plants and stuff which i actually do and i, I didn't really think about trees as much because they're, they're on a different time scale like there's trees that live hundreds of thousands of years hundreds of thousands of years meaning they were planted before like before human beings it, it's if you really look into like trees it's insane okay so and also, I like to smoke them trees. Um, Joe Marquez, Battle of Bloody Nose Ridge. Okay, I don't remember that. I will get into that later. I mean, I will look that up. Um, not on this episode. Oh, the Navy ship that traveled dimensions and sailors were caught in the walls. That is a crazy story. I think that's called like the Philadelphia Experiment, if I'm not mistaken. So apparently, now this is another one that's kind of out there, kind of out there. But apparently, they were testing something on this Navy ship in in Philadelphia. I think that's why they call it the Philadelphia experiment. And then they they teleported the ship. Either they time traveled it or they teleported it or both. I think they time traveled like a bunch of years back in the past, and then they tele and they t- I, I I don't know. But whenever they went from place to place, apparently, this is back in the day, too. I think this is back in, like, the 50s or something or the 40s. Anyways, no, I don't remember. But anyways, um, yeah, they traveled dimensions for a second. And then when they re-materialated, uh, some of the sailors were actually caught in the middle of the walls. And they obviously were di- dead or dying. Like, they were, like... Uh, you know not like living they got caught in the metal of the walls like they were in like it's and and the ones that weren't caught they got like super sick and they like had like a like that scene in um guardians of the galaxy 2 where uh rat the raccoon rocket raccoon travels dimensions jumps jumps dimensions where he's when he's not supposed to because he's like an actual like uh, anyways okay that's another episode uh or maybe not Last note. Last note is the black cube. Now, black cube, black cube of Saturn, Saturn, Saturnist, Saturnalia. I I mean, I listen to some conspiracy podcasts and basically like the consensus out there um, is the like the Illuminati, quote unquote, or the, the, the powers that be, quote unquote, everybody that like is running shit and the people who are doing 
or maybe not the people that are running shit. Man, I don't know what level of, 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 or what class of people this is. The Saturnaliest, the people who worship the black cube, quote unquote. I guess there's like a cube shape on the top of Saturn or something. I don't know. People say that Saturn. If you, I've been looking into space lately because like everybody says that space is real. So I'm like, okay, well, Elon Musk says it, then it. It must be real. But anyways, um, yeah, Saturn. Something happened with Saturn where it, like, sparked off some kind of, like, start to Earth and then, like, or some I don't know. But, like, now they, the powers that be or whatever worship Saturn and they like to um, eat children or whatever. I don't know. They like to do the darkest shit you can do. Like, like the most taboo, like, like I said, Aleister Crowley and all that Jack Parsons shit. They like to get weird with sex and whatever like okay so that's another episode too <laughs> just to tickle your fancy with that one all right so we are um pretty much at an hour right now and um i just want to shout out to my other podcast prissy and slayla's batch rehash where we rehatch rehatch rehash we talk about the uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette on uh, on TV, the the series Bachelor, and we have been on vacation for a couple weeks now. Even though shit has been going down, like Chris Harrison is no longer part of the squad, or at least for right now, he's taking a he's taking a knee, like Kaepernick style. But we'll we'll see what we'll see what that goes. We'll see what materializes, and we will be broadcasting soon that it's just hard it's just hard to get together now you know that's why i'm doing a solo cast right now solo dolo all right everybody um have a good uh rest of your week and try to keep it together out there and just know that if nobody loves you bleasy loves you no i'm just kidding no i do actually love you but i'm not trying to go out like that's not my go out line. i don't even know if i have a go out line but um Anyways, uh, Layla says hi, Justin says hi, and we as the fam, the Baileys, we love you. Can you tie in a bow?
Jibs. <laughs> <laughs>